Justin, before we get started with this episode, mm-hmm. we got a voicemail. What? Yeah, that's right, baby. Slap it up, put it down. Oh, yeah. Hey, Brandon. Hey, Justin. This is Darren here. Uh, first time caller, long time listener. Mm. Uh, okay, so I just listened to your episode about Daredevil, and you're talking about uh, the worst superhero movies uh, of all time. I'm going to have to uh, put my uh, two cents in, and I'll have to say. The worst superhero movie is the 2015 Fantastic Four. Oh, now, look, I saw this in the theaters, Ooh. and so I know of what I speak. Like everything, <laughs> everything about this film was just was just wrong. Like there was no chemistry between the characters. The dialogue was terrible. The effects didn't look good. Uh, Doctor Doom like looked really like shockingly bad for a movie. Yeah, and I think the film had like the worst thing going for it and that was that it was boring that movie was so so boring i don't know how you make an action superhero movie boring but they managed to do it like it was one of those things where like when the big scene came at the big climax between the fantastic four and dr doom like i didn't care who lived or died I still, <laughs> like i didn't care if the, the, the heroes died or they made it or, or victor von doom died like it was god that was well, the whole God, franchise terrible. And, I mean, that director, who knows what happened to him. But, yeah, that's my vote. Oh, Josh Shreve, uh, Fantastic yeah. Four 2015. It gets all the all the dog shit. And uh, have a good day. Bye. Thanks, brother. Thank yeah, you, I man. mean, th- that that's another terrible one. I mean, yeah. but, you know, we, we still have uh, Green Lantern out there floating around. Because that was really bad, too. Yeah, that one is bad. I mean, they're all bad. But, like, I think the Fantastic Four one's a pretty good example just because – it's had so much potential with that cast. Mm-hmm. And it's by the dude who did, like, Chronicle, which you're like, oh, this should be a superhero movie. should be a perfect fit for them. Yeah. And then they just shit the bed, and, like, he lost a Star Wars thing. Oh, it's a whole kerfuffle. Yeah. yeah kerfuffle. 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 And now we also have to call Aegis uh, real quick. We got a new Patriot. All right, let's do it. Hey, guys, what's going on? Hey, man. Uh, how you doing, bro? It's, uh, you know, it's, it's your boys from Media and Popcorn. Hey, how's it going, Brandon? Justin, how's it going? That's all right. Our fan uh, Simba, right, our fan Simba told us to tell you, don't be afraid of him no more. Well, I mean, that's why I did the movie with the line, because you know I wanted to show I was not afraid of him anymore. That's how I had to conquer those fears. Why, why are you still seeming afraid, Idris? I don't f- seem afraid. You seem very afraid. You're sweating for your brow. I'm sweating for my brow. Mm-hmm. You can see that through a phone. Yeah, nigga, I can see perspiration. I'm sorry, what, what can you say? Perspiration. Perspiration. Pre- pre- perspiration. All right. Obviously, this man has had um, a little too much to drink, but uh, who do we got as a patriot? Right? Yeah, we got one returning patriot. That's Zach Sheely. Zach, come on now. You left us and you came back. He keeps coming back. <laughs> man, you know what you are. You're a patriot. You're always a patriot. Thank you for returning back to us. Thank you for being a patriot once again. Thank you for your patronage. That's right. Thank you, Zach. And remember, folks, you can sign up for Patreon at patreon.com slash medium popcorn. Mm. And uh, Aegis, thank you as always. Uh, but for real, though, don't be afraid of Simba. He, he's good. He's good peoples. I'm going to try my best. What's wrong with you? Are you okay? Are you down because of the strike? We support you, man. I don't support you. What? I'm a writer, though. You gotta support, we got to support each other. Hang up on this nigga. Oh, 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 that was who that was you, who's crazy. he talking to? I don't know. He just said, hey, he doesn't even have an nigga. assistant. Who was that? I, I, mean, I don't know. Maybe he does have. I mean, he's he a, doesn't he's, trust me. He he's, he's, a, he was, he's a pretty well. He can't man. afford it. No, he's, he's pretty not. wealthy. He, I, I got I got a good authority. I got a good authority. He just has money problems. <laughs> <laughs> That's why he's working on this podcast yeah, huh? for some peanuts. We're not even paying him financially. <laughs> I just I just started him some Bitcoin. Some Bitcoin. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's a it's a special kind of currency. All right, yeah. y'all. Enjoy this episode. <laughs> Medium popcorn. We are two niggas spoiling movies. Brandon Collins, that's me. And Justin Brown for your moving needs. Media popcorn. Woo! You haven't seen it, well, we're gonna spoil it. Spoil it in your face. That's your warning. 
Put it down. This is your boy Eddie Collins getting all up in the brown. Whoa, 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 whoa. Uh, My last name's Brown, uh, but he's not all up in me. (laughs) Guys, this is Justin Brown, and uh, nobody's been inside of me anytime soon. (laughs) Thank you for joining us on Medium Popcorn, Niggas Spoiling Movies, where we spoil movies and we don't fuck each other. (laughs) Go on, Brandon. (laughs) But you know, uh, who do be getting fucked? Black people. Black people and they clone Tyrone. Because we got a whole hood that the man is studying and manipulating and fucking with. So here's the th- uh, interesting thing about this movie. Obviously, we all know about the saga of Jamie Foxx and his yes. health failure and things like that. And then it coming out, the niggas saying that, oh, they cloned Jamie Foxx. Was that just promotion for this movie? It might have been. That's why when you said it, I was like, is that like a joke? Like, because he literally has a movie about cloning niggas. No, yeah, yeah. Th- that's what I was like, like they, this can't be, this can't be real. Yeah. But, you know, then obviously this movie is, you know, was r- right around the corner. And it's like, wait, wait. <laughs> this movie is so surreal, man. Like, I mean, the fact that they did somehow, I don't know if it was AI or if Erica Badu really did say that extra line, the Justin line, they cloned Tyrone. Yeah. Because that's the only line that's different, right? The yeah. whole, th- the songs, the rest of it. Yeah. Like, cloned them. Cloned- <laughs> I mean, it's so silly, but like this movie is fucking wild. Yeah. And the best way for me, like, I think, shout out to Jewel Taylor, who's uh, the co-writer and director of this, also alumni from the Universal Writers Program, which is dope. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah. Nice. So, like, he was in, uh, and he also is the co-writer for Creed, too. Like, yeah, he's he's been doing a thing. Okay, okay, okay. But this is an incredibly creative movie, because it starts off like a hood movie on some gangster shit. Well, hold And on. it's like a retro, like, kind of, it's filmed like Atlanta. Like, it's like, you know, and that's, I love that look, that, like, yeah. retro it's like black exploitation, but also like modern. But you know what? This is also some like Hotep nigga conspiracy. Oh shit. yeah, yeah, it's hilarious. And, uh, and it, but it does it all in the in the right way, and it keeps and it's so engaging mm. and ridiculous at the same time. But like, it's just it's super fun to watch. But then it's also like I see niggas like see <laughs> that's exactly what the man is doing right now. I mean. Bro, I've, I was talking to some comics last night who were talking about the, they cloned Tyrone. They were all like, John Boyega, he fucking killed it. He's doing his thing. He's yeah. been consistent. Because the past few years, when he's been working with black creatives, they know what to do with him, and yeah. he's fucking getting great performance, giving great yeah. performances. And so for me, when they were saying that, I'm like, I'm glad y'all appreciate him. I was like, but you all need to watch Attack the Block. If you have not seen it, because yeah. I was like, that's the movie that got him Star Wars. Yeah. And they're like, word? I'm like, if you let like they clone Tyrone, it's essentially a younger version of that. It's like a different story, yeah. but the same intensity. The With same, aliens. Like, the same commitment. Yeah. Like, because he plays this, he plays this very well. Yeah. Because he, Cause he even, plays it fucking straight. He plays it straight. And even when there, there's comedy happening, he's deadpan, which mm. actually makes it funny. Mm. And then he's just like, you see that he's a broken dude trying to figure shit out. And then he becomes even more broken once he realizes, you know, plot twist everybody and spoiler alert, but he is a clone. Yeah. And it's like, he was never real. Yeah. Like he and his inter- in this iteration was never real. Yeah. Like all the memories he had were implanted into him. He finds out that his mom who like has been hidden behind this door, the whole movie, it's just a recording and shit. Like it's very devastating. Like Taziana, like when we got to like about an hour and a half, she was like, man, this movie's really sad. Yeah. Cause it's like, you know, it, we find out also Jamie Foxx is a clone. Yeah. Like, a lot of people in this neighborhood are clones, and they're not real people. And it's like, that's terrifying because you're also part of this experiment to fuck with black people. Mm-hmm. Rod and Karen, a black guy who tips, have a segment on their podcast called Fucking With Black People. This is that to a thousand. Yeah. Like, this is crazy. But it's also done with gravitas and stuff with humanity, and it's done with, like, some really quirky humor. Mm. Some of it's kind of, like, silly, like, all the jokes land and scenes land. But shout out to Tiana Parrish. She she got a great role in this. She looks fantastic. Yes, she does. And she it's there's paybacks about her being a fan of Nancy Drew and trying to be a journalist and shit like that. Mm-hmm. So even though she she's that, a hoe, which, which she had that disguise looking like a black Inspector Gadget, <laughs> and immediately got caught. Like <laughs> she just wore some glasses yeah. and a yeah and a, a black coat. Inspector uh, Inspector Gadget slash Angela Davis. Yeah, and then she immediately gets caught, and then um, but then it turns out that she did have the fake wig on. So when they try to do the perm drug thing on her, mm-hmm. she was able to get out of that shit. 
Because they use, they, apparently they use all the niggas around this. Yeah. They use the music. They use the chicken. They use the hair product. Yeah. Grape drink. Mm-hmm. Because we had the cameo with uh, David Allen Greer at the church. That was crazy. But yeah. so fucking funny. They're like, <laughs> Jamie Foxx said, I ain't been to church since I pimped out a girl named Mary. <laughs> <laughs> Jamie Foxx is out of his fucking mind in this Oh, too. he's He's off so the crazy. reservation. <laughs> this so entire nuts. fucking film. He's so crazy, man. I mean, but the chemistry between the three leads was fantastic. I mean, but we opened like, I mean, within the first 10 minutes, John Boyega's character, uh, Fontaine, has uh, run over a rival drug dealer. Mm-hmm. And uh, he, he robs uh, Slim Charles, who's uh, Slick Charles, who's played by Jamie Foxx, because mm-hmm. he owes him money. And then he gets shot up outside of the motel. Yeah, he know, he know. He, he gets lit the fuck up. Yeah, he does. Yeah, he gets shot great, three that times and bang, bang, bang. Shout out to the cinematographer too, Ken Sing. That was great. Like this whole movie looks great. Yeah. Like from like that's the opening scenes to the scenes where they go into like the the trap house that becomes like a secret lair and shit like that and some men in black shit. The set design was awesome because it's like men in black means stranger things. Mm. But then just like the, you know, when like Jamie Foxx is going with the cavalry to like attack the lab. Yeah, and you just have all those fucking low riders and shit. Yeah, just, and they're cutting off. And, you yeah. know, it's like, why are they cutting off? And it's like they're going to all the different entrances. Yep. And, like, it, it was just, the way they did it was just really was, fucking dope. And the music, the soundtrack is fucking banging. Yeah. On like, from old OG classics to, like, modern shit. Mm-hmm. I love it, it. It's funny because uh, when Paul and I were watching this, we were kind of like, um, well, like, all right, when is this set? Mm-hmm. You know, like, when is the set? I'm like, and, and I'm just like, no, well, it's, it's definitely now. today. Yeah. Because of, like, you no, know, they talk about cryptocurrency and, you know, uh, shit in it. And she's like, no, because it's weird. Because Paul's like, it's weird because, like, Jamie Foxx is, you know, very 70s uh, look. And he's a pimp. You know, that thing. So, it's like, it's not something that you necessarily attribute to now. I'm like, but you also have to realize that this is set in a different area outside of, like, yeah. you know, the major metropolitan city. Yeah. But it's also um, described in, on the Wikipedia page as a retro-futuristic neighborhood. Yeah. Which makes sense, because like I said, it's like a throwback to the black exploitation movies, but mm-hmm. in modern times. And I think that that's why, especially black audiences, are really fucking with this. Yeah. Because it's like a old and new together. Yeah. Like, Jamie Foxx and John Boyega felt like generations fusing together to make some dope shit. Yeah. I mean, but let's also put it out there. There are still niggas walking around with perms and shit. Oh, yeah, yeah. Don't, I mean, don't think there's not. There's, you know, oh, like, yeah. I'm just because, sure like, there's niggas in the South who's still rocking that perm and, oh, and, and yeah. doing the pimp shit. And wearing the Goodwill suits and shit like yeah. Jimmy Fox was. That was hilarious. Because like, it's a vibe. Them the good years, baby. He has some crazy line, one-liners. Yeah. And just reactions to shit. And, it, like, he was delivering, like, he was killing it. And it was just, like, great to see. It was, it was, it was really heartwarming to know that right before they cloned Tyrone came out, he had a video where he, like, talked about when he went through and, like, yeah. thanked the fans and stuff like that. And it was just great seeing, like, him in prime form doing some shit that, like, he, he kind of did, got to do in Baby Driver a little bit. Yeah. But this is, like, what black shit. But you know you what? Know what I mean? You know, it's crazy because, like, and, and, you know, obviously, like we spoke about earlier, the whole cloning thing, yeah. conspiracy and things like that. If you guys realize what happened, uh, everything that went on, this is why he held off. Mm. Because... Obviously, he can't promote the movie. Yes. But him coming out and addressing everything going on, it automatically promotes the movie. Mm. So it's a way for him to promote uh, promote a movie coming on uh, Netflix without saying anything about it. Yeah. So getting eyes on this. Um, I think if you Google Jamie Foxx, this movie comes up because it just came out. Exactly. Out, yeah. So like it, it was, it was actually a genius way, you know, of using the you know the things that happen in real life to then uh promote something that he doesn't he can't promote because yeah. of the strike and everything but like kind of sideways uh doing it yeah. and w- without you know being a scab and and breaking the strike and but you know so like it was actually a genius thing to do it's like this is how you have to move differently uh in the world and i know a lot of people didn't understand what was going on and it's like, why doesn't he say something? Why is it? Because the nigga's trying to make money. You know, because 
you know, the you know, uh, artists like Jamie Foxx, yeah. he makes money off of the streams and, and, and things like that. Yeah, I feel like you have to be <clears> a certain <throat> tier of celebrity before you make money off the streams. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, I, so like you know, he got medical bills to pay. So. It, 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 yeah, on top of so like you guys, you know, a lot of people need to start to realize that like we're doing. Well, we're doing things. We ain't doing this kind of shit. Um, but you have to move a different way. And, you know, I just, I just wish most people thought about that kind of stuff. It's like, let him take his time because I'm, there's a method to yeah. all of the madness that's going on. And then now you see it. His mind. And I'm reaping all the benefits. Oh, that's is that a, Netflix? That's what Reed Hastings <laughs> Yeah, he's like, oh, yeah, these niggas going to make me money. Um, I mean, also, like, this corporation was not, like, being, like, low-key. I mean, I guess it was showing that you have to really pay attention to your surroundings yeah. to peep the weird shit. It's almost like the Matrix. Like, when you see a cat twice, yeah, everyone's looking for a cat. You know what yeah. I mean? And so when Fontaine sees uh, that person, get like, who's all shot up, get picked up by the SUV, yeah. and then Tiana Parrish, uh, Yo-Yo Slater, like, oh, like, I seen this car. Outside mm. of his house, you know, because I was running uh, tricks. Jay Foster, like, I didn't say that, sanction that shit. <laughs> he says, I mean, <laughs> yeah, and he called her Yo Yo. He's like, I call. That's why I call you Yo Yo because you always be coming back. Yeah, he, <laughs> you always coming back. And he opens up. He's got shit. <laughs> and he closes the door. Fontaine, he's just like, he's like, man, I'm trying to square up with you. You know, we got we got squash. Man, where you been? <laughs> it's so great. Um, and, and to uh, Mojo's um, uh, point in the chat. That chicken scene had me on the ground. That chicken scene was fucking ridiculous. After he finally, you know, he realizes that it's uh, the, it's the chicken that making everybody yeah, laugh, the, like the, which is the, the the powder that he yeah. initially might be cocaine, and then he's like, he's like, it ain't snow, but I can ski in it. Yeah, <laughs> and then he shoots that dude because he's all tweaking and shit. Yeah, and Tiana no, Paris because she, she's him. sitting, she's sitting back she drops there, something, right? No, uh, making fucking oh, uh, yeah. potions. And shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because she has some too. She's all doing experiments and shit. That stuff made me laugh because it's like kind of slapsticky. Yeah. And then he shoots the dude and he's like, get some wet naps or something. <laughs> now, I didn't peep until I saw it a second time with Tatiana that that like white dude with the afro mm. is a clone too. Yeah. Because there's different versions of him throughout the movie. There's different, ver- like, there's a version of him like watching the liquor store entrance. Mm-hmm. And there's another version of him at the chicken joint. Yeah. Like a skinnier, it's so interesting that like, to me the second view and be like, oh shit. Yeah, but you also realize that that's that it's kind of supposed to be like the evolution of John Boyega. Yeah, because he's essentially so he's the, turning to people. He's turning black people white. Yeah, he's trying to do Michael Jackson them. Yeah, to assimilate them. Yeah, so that they don't get in harm's way because that's what happened to. So His the real the real inspiration for Fontaine is a dude that looks like John Boyega, who's like this doctor, and his. Fontaine's memory of his little brother is that he got shot uh, by a cop, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Um, I forgot like what the circumstances were. I think he was like getting some candy or something like that. Yeah, he said he stole, uh, he, he he stole, stole candy, candy, and then uh, they shot him, yeah. And so essentially, I guess the doctor's theory is like, I can work with the, the secret white organization to turn black people white so that we can be assimilated so we don't get in harm's way. Yeah. It's basically. And we can, we're no longer seen as a threat. Yeah. And we also better ourselves by acting white, mm. which is so crazy because Glenn didn't really seem like it was doing that. But I guess it was trying to see what are the methods that can manipulate black people yeah. to doing what we want. Right. It's like, you know, oh, we put stuff in the food to make them happier. Yeah. Da, 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 da. Or use music to like, you know, uh, put them in trances or like make them like have different behaviors because they had that one room where it's like fight, fight, fight. Yeah. Because he said, I got that new ruckus. Yeah. Or it'd be like hugs. I want a hug, baby. Yeah. And I was just like, this is so fucked up. This is, I mean. How we know this isn't happening to us? Well, I mean, in in some ways, you know, I guess a part of it is, you know what I'm saying? Because, well, yeah. I guess if you look at the negative connotations or the stereotypes, are, you know, that are, you know, uh, appropriated yeah. on blackness, you know, in this country uh, in particular, uh, you take that, and then if you look on the other end of like what is seen as being, you know, white or just non-black, anything that's outside of you know the negative connotation yeah. is seen as white, right? Mm. So it, it's it, it. So I guess to some degree, some people may feel like this is happening when it's just like it's just it's just a you know people are human, and yeah. like you know you have different walks of life. 
and but like there are some people who don't attribute that attribute uh, that you know if you you know go to school and you're not you know such such and such you know oh you try to act white but that's just because you live outside of you know you know kind of like the desperation bubble mm. uh you know that uh, that is attributed to, uh, to blackness even though that is something that basically all walks of society deals with mm. but ours has been demonized uh beyond which is just like oh yeah. this is who black people are but it's you know you know and, you know we could go into all socioeconomic things that make it that way but you know you, you know what i mean oh yeah my only question though is okay fontaine got shot up and then he wakes up the next day and essentially relive the same day. Mm-hmm. Like, redoes the same shit, right? Getting in, like, uh, 40, um, you know, getting some lo- a failed lottery tickets, stuff like that. But then he goes back to Slick Charles, Slim Charles's place. And Jamie Foxx freaks out because, like, you got lit up yesterday. Like, what the fuck? Yeah. Are we still here? What was the plan by bringing him back? Because everyone's kind of freaking out. Like, the dude who shot him or the, you know, the rival... Gangster, which that guy was great. Um, I'm going to shut out that actor in a second when I can find uh, um, Isaac. So that's uh, Jay Asphone Nicholson. I thought yeah. he was great. Yeah. Um, even though, like, you freak, he's so likable, you forget, oh, you don't want to kill yeah, the yeah, main yeah, guy yeah. at yeah. the beginning. But, like, um, when he shows up at the at the salon, he's like, he's like nigga, you should have oh, two. fucking Lazarus. Like, yeah. yeah. And then he's like, he tries to threaten him. He's like, I'll see you soon. And like, you know, he clearly is gesturing with his gun, but it's, he got the, the robe still over yeah, from the so barbershop. So it looks like he's just showing him his boner. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, like awkwardly lifted up and showing the gun. He's like, yeah, I'm about to gesture at my gun. But, um, but yeah, like what, what was the, the quote unquote orp operations plan? When I, that shit happens, like you could niggas die every day. I think, I think they were just getting sloppy. Hmm. I think it's it's mainly they were just getting sloppy. Like somebody got sloppy, but they kept bringing them back though. Even when they did the fake out death, yeah, they still revive them. Yeah. So why would they keep bringing back a clone that? Because it seemed like most of the town could get control, but only specific people are actually clones. Where that their safe word turns them into you know to do their bidding or whatever. Was that was a crazy scene too? When like he had the what was it the Olympic. What was the word? Olympic black or some shit like that? Uh, um, oh shit! Yeah, uh, uh, yeah, black black Olympics or some shit like that. Olympic oh, black. Olympics. So yeah, so, some shit like that. Yeah, but like you know, you had that, and so like Jamie Foxx freezes up, and then John Boyega essentially is either like he's about to kill Yo Yo, and then Keith or Sutherland, who is like the representation of the big bad organization, he pops up. Um, that was surprising, and then he like was about to make a uh, Fontaine kill himself until Yo Yo like backs down and says like, we'll forget everything. Like, we'll just go back. Cause he's just like, either I kill everybody or you guys can forget that you can forget this shit. Yeah. Which is crazy. Cause so what would Yo-Yo have been able to just leave town? Well, of course you th- could. It's so crazy. Cause it's like, what, what was the plan with some of these people that find out the truth or just like your black they people. So- end, they end up in the room. Mm. They end up as part of the experiment, oh, but it. the other part of the experiment, you know, they're kind of tortured. Got it. That makes sense. I mean, because like that underground facility was almost like the size of the city. Yeah. So yeah, like you weren't. Going it almost to makes it. you wonder if the city was real. But I know at the end they hint that there's like other um, pockets around in the big cities because yeah. that's where it seems like they're uh, kind of heading. Mm. Like, because um, Ju- uh, Jewel Taylor, he actually said that he wanted to do like a Scooby Doo for the hood. Yeah. And so, like, I can see, like, that that inspiration in this film, in the story, yeah. um, which was uh, on the Blacklist in 2019. So, shout out to him for also getting that made, because sometimes those Blacklist movies get optioned, and they never get made. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, it was, it was, there were some really dramatic and heartbreaking moments for Fontaine, even though he's not the most likable protagonist. I actually think Jamie Foxx and Tiana Parrish do a great job of making his character more likable, because they bring out the humanity in him a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um Oh, and then yeah. also the kid, the yeah, kid the who kid. reminds him uh, of his little younger little. brother, and like that's when he's just like, "Well, you know, that's why he does it." Mm. Yeah, like that's why he's just like, "We need to fix this." You know, you fix it for him. Yeah, yeah. It's it's a good it's, it's a fun movie. It's so inventive because like you know the exits are like the locker of a strip club or like you know like a, the inside of a church and shit like that. Especially a liquor once, store. Watch yeah. Jamie Foxx gets that key card and stuff like that. <clears throat> 
And it's just like, it's such a weird, it's a weird concept, but it's also like very disheartening because you can see that organizations doing this shit. So this, it, this shit reminded me of the whole chemtrails conversation. What's the chemtrails? You didn't heard about that shit? What's the chemtrails? There's just like, uh, well, there was, was a thing people like, on the ground or some shit. No. Uh, like Prince even talked about this. He was just like, I remember they would, you know, dump chemtrails and all of a sudden everybody starts fighting in the neighborhood of the black communities. It was like they were using chemical warfare to make us go crazy. And I was like black uh, catnip? Yes, yes, in, in, in a way. <laughs> Sorry, I have, I've That's had, a I've very been, weird way to put I've it. Yeah, I was sitting in this cat, so like <clears throat> catnip, that nigga goes crazy. Yeah, so, so but like there's a whole thing that like chemtrails and they dump chemtrails over the uh, like basically dump uh, chemicals like out of the back of a plane and then that causes um, a black people to become violent and and stuff like that so basically trying to get us to kill each other and and be aggressive and you know create murders and shit I believe like that. it I believe it I believe like this there's like things that have been programmed into us through manipulation and like meant to oppress us like malt liquor well, I mean, just the fact that there's I liquor stores uh, more, every, yeah. Every every other block in the hood, yeah. yeah, yeah, and like you know, the food the food options are very unhealthy and stuff like that, which also leads to a higher rate of like uh, diabetes. like diabetes yep. and yep. heart problems you know, in our communities. It's all set up, yeah. The stack, the it's all stacked up against us, and I think that this movie does a great way of highlighting that without beating us over the head. Yeah, and talk about the things that do give us joy and pleasure, like taking care of our hair. Eating good food, like that, may not be the healthiest, but it makes you feel good, right? Yeah, that. Yeah, and then like, that essentially, the government has a hand in all that shit to manipulate us. Yeah, it's crazy. Our music, our, like basically everything yeah. that we I'm, quote I'm unquote so, think is black is actually is just a plan. That's one black conspiracy theory I can get behind about Ice Spice being a fucking uh, plant for the government. Let me hear this. Those one. raps are way too lazy. She be like, I mean, if I really wanna. And then her dance is so lazy. She's part of this new generation that's like, yeah, we're not going to do the Beyonce shit. We're going to barely try. You're going to think it's cool as fuck. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, different generation, bro. Cause, no, because if you even think about yeah. it, the Beyonce's, like the performers' performers. Yes. Yeah. Uh, they, they do their thing at such a high level. But most performers, if they survived in like, you know, the 70s, the 80s, they wouldn't even be looked at because the performers back then, there was a higher level of performance uh, that you had, to do, you, you, had, you, you had to sing, you had to dance, you had to do all of these things just to get on. But they don't have to do that yeah. because it's been dumbed down uh, so much so you can get, get by by doing less. Yeah, there's a there's a lot of online forums about how ice spice is an industry plant. Well, I mean, it isn't most um, isn't most aren't most artists uh, now industry plants? It, it, like, cause kind of. I mean, how many artists, like even actors, are put on which which are aren't very talented people? Mm, yeah, yeah, like the you know Kid Leroy kid. Yeah, like they just get. They get fucking shoved down our throats and like we're going to make this person a star mm. no matter what, yeah. whether it be, you know, they're the son or daughter or uncle. I mean, I mean um, you know, niece or nephew of somebody famous or somebody powerful and they just make them a thing or they're just like, oh, uh, the machine says that we should like somebody like this and we're going to make it happen. So we're going to play them 40, 45 times a day during the day. So that's that annoying I, song just gets into your head. I feel like it depends on what genre you're in, but yeah, like I do think though in hip hop, like it's, it's way faster to weed out those people. Mm. You know what I mean? I think unless like ice spice, I think ice spice has a window where she could still like, she could get like people to fuck with her like for real, for real. If, like, she does, like, a different type of song or, like, really does something that like, impresses a lot of people mm. who, like, believe that she's an industry plant. Because, like, people, like, for instance, like, Jack Harlow. I feel like that nigga got weeded out real quick. Yeah. He had, like, about two months where he was, like, huge and the album was garbage. He never had a follow-up single. Like, he's essentially a one-hit wonder. But yet, the, the industry was trying so much to just keep him on the radar. Yeah. Well, like, well, White I mean, Man Can't Jump yeah. with a, the Dave appearance and stuff like that. But... People are like, no, nah, we good on him. Yeah. Yeah. You know? I, I now, mean, if he come out with an album, like, with a, like the only way that Jared Carlo could be cool again 
to like anybody would be if he did like a collab album with like Diddy or some shit. And that's never gonna happen. What you talking about? Like fuck a best of both worlds type uh, level kinda, album? But that'd be garbage. Well, of course. Because yeah, Puff ain't put out an album and fucking since Diddy Goody, Good Money or some shit. I mean, uh, Diddy Dirty Money, not yeah, Good dirty, Money. Good Money. Which is even worse. Diddy Dirty Money? He said, is that Dirty Money? I'm like, no one wants Dirty Money. That means there's fecal matter on the dollar bills. <laughs> I don't know why you had to go there, but I, yeah. I, you I ever read it. about like all the fecal matter that's on paper products? Yes, yes. I'm, it's I'm disgusting. Well, yeah, because fucking people are disgusting. People go to the bathroom, don't wash their fucking hands. Well, it's also just like the the factories and stuff. It's it's all kinds of nasty shit. Yeah, like rodent fecal matter, human fecal matter. Yeah, but it's mostly because motherfuckers don't wash their fucking hands. Oh yeah, yeah. How I many mean, people do you see go into the bathroom, touch their fucking dirty ass dick, and then walk right out? Oh like yeah. And yeah. then they're shaking your hand, you know, oh, eating, no, no. Eat, you know, pulling out, sh- you know, going into fucking like um, popcorn and stuff. No, 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 no. I see niggas no, all the time. No, go into the fucking like a community bowl of M and M's and reach their dirty, disgusting hands in there mm-hmm. and put it in their mouth, touching the doorknobs. And now you got fucking shit all over your hands. Oh, yeah. Motherfuckers don't wash their goddamn hands. Yeah, I'm glad it's I'm not disgusting. a germaphobe. I would never go outside. Yeah. Cause I'd be like, everything is surrounded by shit. Yeah. You need to come around. You got s- spray every uh, surface. <laughs> we did that. Um, I don't mean to blow up his spot, but we did that with my godson. He, he blew up my bathroom, mm. came downstairs. I didn't hear nothing. I heard a flush, but I didn't hear no water running. What, what, this nigga came down my stairs, touching a banister. He gets down to the first one. I'm like, did you wash your hands? And he goes, no. And I'm like, you are about to go wash your hands right now. He, wa- he went to the kitchen. Wash his hands. I was like, and now here's a spray bottle. Here's some paper towel. You're going to wipe down every fucking thing you touched. <laughs> you nasty motherfucker. Yeah, same thing with Jackson. Well, Jackson's a baby. Yeah, he, he's, a, he's a baby, but still. But still. I mean, but this is how you have to get it into him now. Yeah. You got to get him to him now. This kid's almost 13. Yeah. I know. Listen. Yeah. Different, different worlds. Yeah. Uh, listen, uh, so we just got a message. Sprayed him with the bottle, too, after he was done. <laughs> hey, open your mouth. <laughs> so, like, we just got a, a note uh, from one of the parents in Jackson's school. It was like, hey, um, so we just found out that the teachers uh, don't help the kids wipe their butts after they, after they shit. It's like because, and they, it's like because the, the school doesn't allow them to engage with children's private parts, which mm-hmm. I'm just like, Fair, yeah. but at the same time, four-year-olds, they ain't wiping their ass properly. AKA, you got my child walking around with shitty ass all day. That's interesting. I never thought about that. Because I, you know, as an educator, I never did like pre-K or anything. Yeah. So I'm like, would I be expected to wipe some masses? Yeah, at that level, I, I imagine like, because, you know, up to a kid is like maybe like six, like... Like, that ass is probably a little tart if you don't <laughs> that shit. It's chock full of shit. It's like, I need you to get up. I need somebody to get up in there and help with that wiping. You know what I'm saying? And then, like, it's so, like, you know, so we got this message. I'm sitting there looking at them. And it's like, yeah, I kind of wish that they would uh, do that because, you know, kids, you know, they're not wiping their ass thoroughly. Mm. I've seen Jackson try. And I'm just like, niggas, <laughs> come here. <laughs> You know, take a little piece of paper, and he's just like, ah, "I hear I'm I'm good." I'm like, no, 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 you got shit all over the place. Yeah, son. you got to teach you got to teach people how to wipe their ass. You got to teach kids how to wipe their ass. Yes, because they can grow up and be some crusty ass adults and be like, <laughs> exactly. and then be like, I don't know why nobody loved me. That's probably why incels are the way they are because no one told them how to wipe their yes. ass. Yes, they probably smell like boo boo all the mm-hmm. time. And then they'd be like, "I got this long greasy hair. I don't know how to wash myself. I don't know how to wipe myself, but yet I can't get a partner. I'm gonna kill daily, people. nigga, <laughs> daily." <laughs> We, we wash our ass in the morning. And because if you think about it, what's crazy is when you actually think about like, uh, so I've been dealing with like a lot of family stuff and like things like that. And I've been like looking at support groups and shit. Mm. And when you realize you're not alone and then you realize how the hundreds, if not thousands of people that are going through something, not exactly what you're going through, yeah. but similar. So think about that on the weird side of not washing your, hand, your ass, not knowing how to wash your ass and wipe your ass as an adult. And then times that by thousands. And then you got a fucking silent pandemic over here. Yeah. Of niggas that just not know how to take care of themselves. But but that's why we have a pan. We had a pandemic. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Because people didn't know how to wash their fucking hands. And they were doing dumb shit. 
which then led to the, the spread mm-hmm. of, of deadly germs. If motherfuckers would just did the normal things that people should do, yeah. you know, sneeze into your fucking elbow, to your, into your sleeve, you, you know, cover your mouth, yeah. wash your fucking hands after the bathroom, it wouldn't have spread like that. But now, mind you, we're talking about adults. Yeah. But adults start out, out as children. And if if you if they're not taught to wipe their fucking uh, to do the correct things as a child, they'll grow up to be nasty adults. And it's like, is it their fault? Yes, to a degree, but also no because they're they're raised like that. But that's also in the same sense of that's why the hood is the way the hood is because yeah. they're being it is learned behavior. So yeah. nastiness, being a fucking uh, uh, being a fucking uh, hood mess. All of that shit is learned behavior, which can be weeded out of you, which is, you know, going back to this movie, Mm -hmm. um, we can, you can, in a sense, let's say, breed that out of, you know, uh, people just by giving them the correct, um, uh, the correct, showing them the correct way Mm -hmm. and, and making the correct way actually something is like, no, it's actually cool to be clean. It's, It's cool to fucking go, you know, to go to school, not to fucking hurt people, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we get everything backwards sometimes in our community. I mean, we got we had a popular song called Truffle Butter. Yeah. The na- that's some nasty nigga yeah, yeah, shit. Yeah, that's gross. It's like, you got the butter, I'm going to fuck you in the ass and the pussy, big truffle butter. Like, and you got this. These, that's, that's yeast infection. And you got these clean ass <laughs> niggas. You got Drake who does lavender showers talking about this. I'm like, he is too much of a germaphobe to deal with truffle butter. Yeah. And if you got truffle butter, you have you got a problem. Yeah, you got dirty ass. That's what I'm saying. Like, your ass pop chack full of shit. But I mean, but then your ass is supposed to be chock full of shit. I mean, you know, I'm talking about the innards of yeah, <laughs> with this shit. Speaking of ass, Tiana Parrish, goddamn, those thick thighs and mm-hmm. Save that lives. hair and stuff. I'm like, yeah, she's gorgeous. She's she's so beautiful. She should be the biggest star in the world. And that's not how it works. I know, I know, but it's just it's insane. It's, it's just so crazy to me. Um, I hope I. I was hoping the Marvels would be her breakout, but I don't know if that movie will even come out anytime soon. Yeah, because it got delayed. Yeah. Yeah. And a lot of people forget that she was in Candyman because yeah. I was at the, the comics of Tom Two last night. They're like, "Yeah, I never knew about Tiana Paris." They're like, "Y'all didn't see the new Candyman? Y'all didn't see uh, WandaVision? Like, there, she's been in a bunch of stuff. Yeah, she was even in Mad Men, I believe. Was she? Yeah, she was like the first black secretary, I think. Okay. Okay. Well, I've been I've been paying attention to her for a oh, while. Yeah, you've been seeing. Mm-hmm. You've been seeing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. That's right. Oh boy. Um, <laughs> I do think that the third act got a little bit long. I feel like it could have been like a tight hour forty, maybe. Yeah, I mean, but they wanted to linger on the dar- some of the darker stuff, some of the more uh, sci-fi things because there there were some elements of Stanley Kubrick in there. Yeah, so some long like shots and like. Um, just creepy, creep overall creepiness with the sci-fi stuff, especially yeah. with the final confrontation with um, with uh, what's his name, Fontaine, uh, the doctor, the real Fontaine, and then also Chester, who's like the silent John Boyega clone, yeah, that yeah. just beats the shit out of him, yeah, in that hallway, yo, he was fucking him up. It, it was, I was like it, Fontaine, I thought you were bench pressing, bro, because <laughs> <laughs> it's like. This Denzel security nigga looking, but that dude, dude, I think that was was he, I think he put up like maybe like two fifty, like that two fifty didn't help you when that nigga nope. elating you. Yeah, ass. he he fucked him up. Yeah, I was kind of like, is he a cyborg version? Like, because I was also like, are they made of flesh and bone? Like, how's this work? We I'm, didn't yeah, learn enough sure. about the technology. Yeah, but it's also like it doesn't matter. Like, because yeah. at the end of the day, like he was still getting fucked up. So if they're both robots. Yeah, no, they're, they're definitely not robots. But dude. they obviously have to be flesh and bone because he's bleeding and stuff like yeah. that. So. And um, it seemed like the clones could die just a regular yeah. reason because you get shot up. And then it's just like they just like download, upload, and Your download memories, memories and shit, yeah. like that. It was, it, was, it was a very interesting yeah. uh, thing. I guess uh, to some degree, I, I imagine it matters how they got killed because they the brain would have to be intact. Yes. To be oh, able so to. Oh, so you don't think like, if he got a bullet through the brain, he maybe couldn't have come back. Yeah. Oh, that's interesting. That's an interesting theory. Um, or or the or or the memory uh, uh, upload wouldn't all the way be there. Yeah, I'm gonna try to get in contact with Jewel Taylor and see if we can get him on the show at some point and talk. Yeah, because this is a very interesting movie. Yeah, 
Yeah. Also, again, like that whole thing, the fake out with Isaac, the rival game member. Yeah. And then like, you find out that they paid him to do like yeah. to shoot Fontaine like mm-hmm. in the arm, uh, in, the, in the shoulder. Um, to, so he could pretend to be dead and get into the lab. Yeah. And he was like, and they did the fake out with like the, the women, the sex workers doing the sex acts on them and stuff mm-hmm. like to negotiate. And then he, uh, he was practicing the monologue yeah. and his friend's like, no, nah, no, nah, man. Like you got, you can do better. You can do better. Yeah, I think you can do better. And then he did it, the line again. He's like, "Yeah, some some Denzel shit." He's like, "Oh, wh- which Denzel?" And he's like, "He's like book. He's like book Eli Denzel or uh, uh, fuck. It wasn't Training Day Denzel. No, no, it was Training Day. Fences was it Fences? Maybe I don't remember. But don't he said remember. he said book Eli. He said, "No, nah, I got to do it again." <laughs> That's so funny because it's just like, damn, like. I mean, that wasn't Denzel's best performance, but he also didn't have that much to do. It yeah, wasn't yeah, like, yeah. He's well, it's a blind. He's man. a blind yeah, dude. Yeah. Like I, I was so mad when that was the plot twist. Yeah, that the Bible wasn't Braille. Yeah, whatever. I was like, no one checked. <laughs> you just gotta look at a page. <laughs> Open the book. <laughs> um. <laughs> oh, Mojo in the chat uh, wrote, "Assholes now chock full of shit." <laughs> Guess we were talking about the whole. Yeah. You've been talking a lot about poop today. Like, folks, full disclosure, we've been recording a bunch of episodes mm-hmm. as of the time of this recording, and Justin's talked a lot about poop. Yeah, well, hey, man. Shit, shit happens. <laughs> oh, boy. Um, originally, Brian Tyree Henry was in negotiations to star in the film, uh, but later uh, on in uh, October 2019, John Boyega joined the cast, replacing Henry in the lead role. I think I Brian like Tyree casting. Yeah, Brian yeah, Tyree like Henry would have been. He would have played a little bit older, but I think that this is a good... For me, this, I think, is a great introduction to sci-fi Boyega. Yeah, and, and also... Because he did Pacific Rim 2, which didn't do well. And then Star Wars, they just never gave him enough to do. And I think if you watch this and then you watch Attack the Block and you think about his filmography over the past two years or so, mm-hmm. you're like, okay, okay, now he's like... He's fighting he's, on, his, he's doing something. He's doing he's some doing stuff. Some shit. Yeah. yeah, he's doing some dope shit. Yeah, this makes more sense uh, for for me mm. uh, uh, f- for his uh, career trajectory uh, as opposed to uh, Brian Tyree Henry. Like, like this, like in actuality, I could see him easily playing this role. You know, like Paperboy, but it would yeah. feel like Paperboy in a sci-fi. Yeah, like in, in a yeah. sci-fi. Yeah. But I feel like um, uh, with John Boyega, this was. Um, it was a different take, and like he played this character a little bit more fierce and grounded mm-hmm. than uh, uh, than we would than we would have got from Brian, uh, which which made which made it a better movie. Yeah. And also kudos to John Boyega because Brian Tyree Henry is a lot closer to Jamie Foxx in age, so mm. it's less like well, like a uh, imbalance between Fontaine and uh, Slick Charles. Yeah, because it's interesting to see young Fontaine kind of be the boss of Slick, Slick Charles. Yeah. You know, because he's like this forgotten pimp. He's like, you know, years ago I won that. Uh, yeah, 1991, I went to, uh, you know, pimp of the year, yeah. you know, whatever. But then does he admit later on, I didn't win it? Yeah. <laughs> it's just so sad. Like, because also when Jamie Foxx is depressed, like when he's depressed later on after finding out he's a clone and like he hasn't taken a shower and shit and Fontaine goes to visit him, he's like, uh, he's just sad. And I'm like, I get it because you find out you were a clone and he's like, these niggas created me as a failed pimp. Who lives in a motel? You know what I mean? Like, what kind of sick bastards are these? But at the same time, that would make sense because obviously you also see John Boyega, the older version yeah. of him, how old he is, and that shows like, um, uh, fucking uh, slick, right? Yeah, slick Charles. Uh, 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 slick was somebody from his past that he decided to to, to keep going. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So that's what that's that 70s ass. You know, uh, oh, yeah. yeah, that's 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 a that, that's a, yeah, that's that's a 70s um, kind of vibe yeah. uh, in there. So it's like th- that character lives on because that's the familiarity of of his age range. Yeah. What was up with the old dude outside the the liquor store? You think he's the guy who, who he saw, just, but he peeped everything. He peeped everything because he's all because he's an old homeless man yeah. who you know a, a, a drunk. So he's sitting around watching it. So he sees all. Yeah. So he's the one who's just like, well, yeah, this is going on. But nobody listens to him because he's, he's an drunk. old drunk yeah. sitting out the front. But those are the people who hit you with that fucking wisdom and you don't even know it because you don't expect it from them. Yeah. One day, like, you know, not just for a day, I would like to like be like the old drunk man outside a liquor store. Just, 
just because I feel like people would automatically listen to what I'm saying. And I just, just I just say madness. <laughs> well, I mean, <laughs> I, mean I, I go down to the cherry tree. Have you ever open just open up the, the clava? See, like sometimes I like to sit on a fucking park bench. And just like, you know, just like, just kind of just taking the city. Oh, okay. And, you know, just, you know, just, just watch, just people just Should be. take a can with you in a top hat? No. Um, <laughs> you know, just like, you know. Because that'd be so confusing to people. <laughs> just like, what's going on with that? Guy? You know, <laughs> you know, like hanging out in the park. I'm not playing checkers or chess. Uh, you know, just like, just, just hanging out and just, you know, just seeing people. Yeah. And it's just like, you, it's interesting to see people as who they are. When no one's watching, mm-hmm. and um, you see a lot of ass picking, a lot of nose picking, that's for sure. That's yeah. what I see when yeah. people don't think nobody's watching them. But like, it's just it's interesting uh, just to watch people. I guess the first time I I saw someone else doing because I've I've done this for years. Like I'll just go someplace and just sit down and just just, just hang out, and just okay. like watch, people watch. Um, I was coming out of Port Authority. Uh, I came out of Port Authority because I was that's when I was living in Jersey. Yeah, I got I got out of the train, and it's Forty Second Street. It had to be about like maybe four four or five o'clock. Okay. I was doing a show at UCB that night, and and I'm and I just got a train in front of Port Authority, and I just like hung it out in the cut for a second, and and just and just chilling out. You know, waiting for wherever I had to go. It was like I had some time. I was like I'm just gonna take my time and just like hang mm-hmm. here. Just wanted people watch for a bit. And then across the street, hanging out in the cut, I see fucking Paul Mooney doing the same exact fucking thing. Oh, okay. And I was just like, I said, what the fuck is Paul Mooney doing yeah. over there? And then I realized, like, oh, shit. He's just watching people. Yeah. And it was like, and, and, but, like, it was just so interesting. And his head, he's looking over at you. He's like, look at that. That one my ass looking nigga around there. <laughs> look, what is this nigga doing? He's probably selling drugs. Them I'm just like, I'm just watching niggas, too. The big ass lips and those white ass teeth. You probably day white woman. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, man. I mean, this this is a lot of fun, even though it's fucking dark and it's it's kind of fucked up and makes you makes you fearful for what might actually be happening in these streets. Mm. Um, but I'm just glad that people are enjoying it. I'm glad that uh, these actors got a chance to shine. I just from the pictures I, that I've been seeing of it, I'm like, this looks cool. Yeah, like the, the the different aesthetic of each character, and just like you know, the trailers were really smart. Yeah, um, and how they promoted it. Um, I kind of wish I'd seen it on a big screen. I know they had like a week or two with uh, screenings at the movie theaters, yeah. but you know, things got busy, and that fucking Barbenheimer took half of my life. So, yeah, don't do that shit. Just see Barbie and Oppenheimer separate. Don't do that shit. Wait, you did both? I did both. Yeah, you're a wild man. Yeah, yeah. It was you, a, you, you really, you really drank the Kool Aid. It was on a that rough Sunday. I'll say that. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I actually, I think that, um, like I said, I think some things went on a little bit too long. But overall, I think that it was incredibly smart the way they they mixed the the sci fi, the action, the comedy, and the grit of like a hood movie, a black exploitation. But like, it's also like a hood movie in a way. Yeah. Like it's a, fun, yeah. Like a, it's it's a blend of a bunch of different genres. Yeah, and I think all the actors understood the assignment, including Kiefer Sutherland. Yeah, I think everyone like was bought into the vision. I think for uh, first time director that Joel got some great performances um, out of the three leads as well as the supporting actors. I think the biggest thing though, I mean, this is also what the movie where it's like kind of like oh, like everything's kind of out the window because mm. all the clones get released. Yeah. That was a crazy bookend. I did appreciate it because I was like, why do they call it? They clone Tyrone. Shouldn't it be they clone Fontaine? Yeah. And then you have the West Coast version of Fontaine, whose name is Tyrone. And then he's going through like a similar day as Fontaine. And then this is like in Los Angeles, right? Yeah. And, and then he then sees his clone gets released. On the TV. He's, like, he's just like, what the fuck? And his, yeah, his friends are just like, nigga. <laughs> yeah, like, what do you do if you find out there's multiple use? Do you try to take them all out so you're the ultimate one? Because that's always the story, right? With all these clones, it's like I'm the I'm the first one or something like that. Yeah, I, I yeah I'm the main. That's why I feel like Deadpool three is about because that guy's psycho enough where he's like, wait, there's more than fucking one of me. I kill all these niggas. Well, oh, you talk about like the multiverse? Yeah, because in theory, there's what there's a 
Well, there's two versions for sure. From one from the Wolverine universe, and then his universe, they could have one in the MCU that he goes to, like kind of replace. That'd be funny. Well, I mean, from from what I'm hearing, they're going to be traveling between the multiverses and killing, like the X Men. You know, yada yada yada. So they're going to be like purging all of those universes. Oh my god, that'd be hilarious! Actually, if that's what like X Men. That's that's that, that they're both like killing the multiverse versions of themselves. That, that's that's what I hear. But I, like I hear that we're also may get a Wolverine versus the Hulk. Oh wow! Yeah, so like they're going to be. I don't know. I mean, Marvel lately has been uh, shit in the bed, so who knows yeah. at this point. I mean, I, I'm I'm actually very excited about, you know. If it ever ha- it finishes. Yeah. Because it's a strike right. now, know. you know. And remember, folks, we support SAG-AFTRA and WGA on this yeah. podcast. Um, yeah. I mean, we did get some re- uh, Patriot thoughts on the Clone Tyrone. Uh, and remember, folks, we've signed up for Patreon.com at Patreon.com slash Medium Popcorn. You were guaranteed to have your thoughts and reviews of that film that we're covering uh, mentioned on that episode. So first up, we have Sean T, who wrote, I enjoyed it, but it was a little too message for me at times. Sid mm-hmm. Tobias said, I loved it. So those are our Patriot thoughts. Now, Justin, break down our rain system, Cabron. <laughs> I fucking want to punch you in the mouth. All right, guys, we rate movies, bags of popcorn, small, medium, large. Oh, wait, Ali Johnson just recently wrote something. Okay, wrote, yeah, great it. performances from Jamie Foxx and John Boyega. I enjoyed the blaxploitation-ness without the blaxploitation. How you going to miss Tiana Taylor, though, my brother? How? Uh, P- you mean Tiana Parrish? That's what I said. You said Taylor. I mean, she's. Have you seen Tiana Taylor? Jesus. Yes, I have. Is that plastic surgery? Is that real? All that titty and that muscle? I mean, probably, probably put a little plastic. Okay. Probably. Please. If that's natural, if that's natural meat, <laughs> Lord have mercy. <laughs> and then CJ Jones also wrote John Boyega is really that nigga. He don't miss. Did those weird ass movies we've been waiting to see from niggas I need more. But love the way it was it was shot. Story was all right, but cast his own point. Uncle Fox out here giving us emotional beats and Tiana Paris playing the shit out of the hoe with a brain. Yeah. <laughs> if that was a sex worker in my neighborhood. I'm in. <laughs> I would I would literally pay for her to get off the street and just I've been pretty woman pretty woman her. You take her in? Yeah, I'm a pretty woman. Her. Yeah. Are you kidding me, Tiana Parrish? Psh. I'd be like, you know what? I'm gonna take out some, <laughs> some day, some day loans. Listen, there. We gonna go Bonnie and Clyde and get off the grid, and I'm gonna make it happen. Yeah, you, you would be a mark. You'd oh, be a, yeah. you'd be a mark. She would fucking take your fucking life. <laughs> she would take your life, nigga. Not no not like kill you, but she would take your fucking life for everything you got. You would be a fucking mark and a half. <laughs> a mark and a half, huh? Yes. Yes. But let's rate this movie. Yeah. Guys, uh, we, you know how we do it. We rate movies bags of popcorn, small, medium, large, and the XL40 exceptional. If a movie doesn't deserve any popcorn, we throw it into the dog shit pile where we pile piles and piles of dog shit on top of it. That's right. So, Brandon, we watched the 2023 film, They Clone Tyrone. Clone them. And it's starring John Boyega, Tiana Parrish, and Jamie Foxx. What say you, sir? Yeah, this gets uh, this gets an XL. Yeah. This is probably my second favorite film of the year. So it's the first. Across the Spider-Verse, dude. Okay. Across the Spider-Verse, I've, in my own little ways, and I'm, I'm going to buy it when it comes out on digital and stuff. Mm. I might even buy it on Blu-ray just to make sure I have a hard copy mm. in case that shit disappears or whatever. Um, but yeah, that's like one of my favorite movies of all time. Uh, but this is really fucking good. And it's, it stars black people. It's filmed great. Because, you know, that's a big complaint that you and I have a lot of times. Yeah. Like, cinematography, like, making us look good, making it look dope, making it look like you give a fuck. And I get it. Like, low-budget movies have to happen. Like, you, yeah. creatives need an outlet. But at the same time, like, it's it just sucks. Like, if it looks te- terrible and also everything else is trash, it's like, you put in the effort, but goddamn, like... <laughs> Please help you know, us. By the same help, time, help black me film, help you. By the same time, black filmmakers do not have the resources that white exactly. filmmakers do. So 100%. 100%. I think we got to go a little bit like, you know, lighter on the Tubi movies and stuff like that. Just, I mean, they're god awful, but we also <laughs> nigga, like, you nigga, know. The, the writing, the writing, the, it, 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 you can have. Not everybody got a writing team. Hold on, or, hold on. You know, no, hold on. 
you you can you can have not have like the cinematography of the you know the cinematography like the cameras and all that kind of shit, but your writing is your writing. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's just like it, it is what it is. And mm-hmm. the fact that some of the shit that's getting passed and getting picked up by Tubi is like y'all should have known better than this shit. <laughs> y'all should have known better. Like, you, we got to do better. We gotta do better, y'all. America, what's your rating, buddy? Uh, so I'm gonna give us an XL as well. I really enjoyed this. Bang, bang! I really enjoyed this. It, it was a it was a fun watch, um, and it, you know it was it was funny. It was fucking mysterious. You know, suspenseful. It, it's like it checked all the boxes for a film that like, I, like I wish I saw this in the theaters. Yeah. Uh, but you know, watching this at home on Netflix, like this is like you you're just like this is really dope. Yeah, I do wish that it had a theatrical run. I think this could have been, but also I think that it's, I think word would have gotten out about how heavy it is, and I think I would have potentially hurt the word, of, like, you know, the potential of the box office. Mm. Whereas on Netflix, it's like you can pace yourself. If that's like there's some heavy shit for you to deal with, yeah, that like you maybe weren't expecting. You know what I mean? You know what? I would say this is one of, this is like one of my top favorite Netflix films that that like black centric films. Oh, yeah. So this is like up there with a Dolomite is my name. Okay, is because like this is like one of those ones I was just like I don't know how it's gonna be. I'll check it out, and then you're just like fuck. I really like that. I really really like that. I like, and like it, and I and I, and I and, you know impressed by it, yeah. and and just like really proud of you know what I got. Got my dillies on a pepper tank. <laughs> yes, sir. What happened to Houston, by the way? That's the nigga that did the I Like That song? Whatever happened to that guy? Was that a one hit one or two? I like that. I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, you've heard I Like That. Come on. You definitely have heard this song. You got to play it for I'm me. I'm going to play it. I'm going to play it in a second. But uh, Justin, tell people how they can follow you, man. Uh, guys, you can follow me at J Brown Did It on all the socials. You can also support this show, uh, patreon.com slash medium popcorn. We got $2, $5, $10, $15 packages. Yeah, yeah. So if you guys want to be a part of this, you want to check all the backlog episodes, you want bonus episodes, you want all that good shit, even the mini shows, yeah. Patreon is where it's at. So again, patreon.com slash medium popcorn. And gang. feel free to leave us a voice message, 347 that's right. Hoity toity, gated boity. Uh, you all can follow me at a Frodo underscore blackens on Instagram and threads. You can follow the show at Media P Podcast on all the social media platforms. Be sure to go to youtube.com slash medium popcorn. Push that subscribe button. And also, uh, you know, fuck with, me, uh, fuck with us on uh, your Spotify or Apple playlists and stuff like that. And then leave us a five star review and we will read it on the show. Um, also, if you like uh, my comedy and stuff, check it out, FrodoBlackens.com. I got some shows coming up. Mm. Uh, but most importantly, Patreon.com slash popcorn. Subscribe. All those tiers are available. And I, I personally think we have one of the best Patreons in the game. I've checked out a lot of other comedy podcasts. They don't do much different than what we do. In fact, we have dope celebrity interviews. Well, we, we, we did before the strike. Well, but, uh, and, and, and still and also, over there. We also give a ton, a ton of content. Oh, on, yeah, on yeah. Patreon. Yeah, yeah. Ton we, of content. We, so we much. play no games. Our loads are huge. Okay? So huge for your ears. You said what is huge? Uh, all right. So here's that song. <laughs> I like that. Can't believe you never heard this before. Oh, okay. Huh. I like that. Whoa. Come on, nigga. What happened to this nigga? Whoa, 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 whoa. I mean, this song is a hit because of Nate, though. Oh, yeah. I like that. I like that. Whoa, 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 whoa. I like that. I like that. Uh-huh. I like that. I like that. Girl, freak that back. on that song, too. Remember you said, give me what you got for a pork chop? Mm-hmm. One of the craziest lies I've ever heard about. Yeah, well, you know, the pork chops are very expensive. Saying that, you're saying... <laughs> Like, why does he just have pork chops out to give for, for dancers and shit? She's like, shake that ass. If I like it, I'm going to give you a pork chop. Get this woman a pork chop, please. You know how poor you have to be for that to be a line that you that resonates with you? What you got for a pork chop? Ooh, baby. Or are we, are we thinking, are we out of touch and we thinking something else? That it should actually be something else for pork chop? Are we thinking literally pork chops? I don't know, man. That's a good question. Because what if a pork chop's like, 
a euphemism for pussy or something. Maybe so. Could could be like a hunk of ass. That'd be you know? some big belly niggas if you think about pork chops. Like literally. <laughs> oh, Anyways, we hungry. <laughs> we ain't even hungry. We hungry. <laughs> All right, y'all. Patreon.com slash media popcorn. Come on, baby. Peace. Spell it.